Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, we're continuing our journey into the unknown of What If, Episode 5. And oh my goodness, Marvel finally did it. They gave us Marvel zombies in something (laughs) other than a comic form, and I loved it. It was not perfect. I have some issues, but it was great. It was really good. Um a like quick breakdown of the episode. We essentially pick up when the Hulk crashes into the Sanctum Santorum, except guess what? It's empty. There's nobody there. So he goes outside. I mean, the timeline seems to continue like uh, end game, not end game. What's the first one? Infinity, Infinity war. war. Um, and we see two of, Thanos' children uh, come down to Earth, but this time it's just Bruce Banner. No one is there to help him. Uh, then all of a sudden the Avengers come. Da, 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 they're here to save the day. And quickly <laughs> Bruce realizes, hold on, they're eating them. They're not saving. They're fighting them. Um, so we immediately get, what, four zombies? And then plus Thanos' children, so we're six zombies right away. Uh, and then Hope flies in, saves the day, finds out that there's a cure out there. They go to get the cure, meet some other Avengers along the way, do some other stuff along the way, which we'll talk about in the episode. And then we basically assume that they're going to create this cure to save the world and we won't talk about the ending <laughs> um so i guess first thoughts i thought it was great i thought it, i mean i already said that but i thought it was wonderful so i'll let i'll let one of you tell your first thoughts <laughs> you go look you're giggling sure yeah no I, it's strange i've been on a zombie kick again. I don't know why. I go through these phases. 
Um, but maybe because like Halloween's nearing and I'm just trying to get myself into the, the horror mood. So yeah, this was a very fun episode. Um, I'm ready to get to the end because this is the first one where something, the endings just felt very different than all the rest of them. So I'm really curious what, what that's going to bring. But even with all of the, the parallels, I guess, there's a lot in this that kind of match up with things that we've seen before. I think more so than the other episodes. Um, I thought this flowed fairly well. It's very entertaining, even with the cheesiness. <laughs> um, definitely pulls at the heartstrings a little bit in times. And we see a duo like we never thought we needed and now we need. <laughs> Um, I also really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was very funny. There's lots of stuff going on, really fast paced. And that's coming from someone who, and I cannot say this emphatically enough, who does not like zombies at all. <laughs> I don't. Part of it is that, yes, they're very scary. And I've never seen a zombie movie that did not scare me. Like, I thought I could watch Night of the Living Dead because I was like, oh, that's old. That'll look cheesy. Nope doesn't black and white covers up a multitude of sins it was very very realistic (laughs) and so like i was excited to see what they could possibly do with zombies in the mcu because i mean i know that there's some other media out there where they've done this but i have not sought out any of that because like i said i don't like zombies so I went into this not exactly skeptical, but a little bit wary of how it was going to shake out. And it wound up being one of my very favorite episodes so far. Yeah, I, I think (laughs) that they, they nailed the scariness of the zombies, but with a Marvel comedy, like Mm -hmm. action comedy twist where like, yeah, some of the parts were pretty intense. (laughs) And then, immediately followed by or like sandwiched between two funnier parts that kind of made you not think about it as being so intense. Um, I would say the scariest element is the fact that the Avengers as zombies are still the Avengers. They they still know (laughs) how to use their powers. They know how to do things and, um, it's an interesting take because traditionally with zombies, like you just don't have those kind of motives. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of like you see different. The only difference you see in like films and some of the series is in some cases they're fast paced. They can run really fast and they're a little bit stronger. The traditional zombies, very slow paced, moves very slow. But if in a group they can take down a person pretty quickly, mm-hmm. this is whole new level. <laughs> oh yeah. I would oh, never yeah. want to encounter Avengers zombies because they can still fly. They can still use their powers. They can still do so much. Yeah. And and I think I've, I've pitched it before, but if you haven't listener, I suggest you go read the Marvel zombies series. Um, I believe they've done two runs of it now and they are wildly entertaining, but it, you see that a lot more in the comics than in, this episode we're like yeah in this episode we did see a couple of them still be themselves but in the comics it's all about how like they they're self-aware they Mm -hmm. know who they are 
and they know that they need to find more meat to eat. And so who's, who has teleportation powers? Okay, you're in charge of, like, gathering people. Who's good at, like, flying? Okay, you're in charge of, like, scouting out where people could be hiding. Like, it's it's crazy because it's like you see just how quickly, yeah, these people are great when they're saving everybody, but the second they're zombies, it's like, well, you can't really do anything about it. <laughs> I mean, hope that the one thing that I think had people hoping in Marvel Zombies was like, Wolverine, got to talk about him, favorite character. Um, I think at one point he like tries to claw somebody and his like skin is so rotted that when he hits them with his adamantium skeleton, his like skeleton pops out of his arm hmm. because his like flesh is falling <laughs> off. So it's like, oh, well, I then he can't use his arm. So I guess that's good. Like <laughs> that's kind of what that's the only thing people had going for him. Um. I think that this was an interesting take on uh, like where the zombie virus came from. Uh, I thought that that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, mainly just because, I don't know, that's, it's interesting seeing what they're taking from other movies to twist as like the point that changed everything. Um, I did have a question about, like, how quantum is this virus? Because, look, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I feel like if you're going subatomic, you should be too tiny for viruses, or at least viruses that we would know of. But again, yeah. I'm not I'm not I a mean, doctor. I also don't know anything about quantum physics. So there could be, <laughs> like, extra super teeny viruses out there just bopping around waiting for someone to be stupid enough to go to the quantum realm. And it could be. Yeah, like, what's the smallest that you can be because I think like when we see at least in the MCU, when we go into the quantum realm and shrink all the way down to find uh Pim's wife, like there's like dust particles. Mm -hmm. So like things are already microscopic where she is, which is beyond microscopic to us. So I wonder what like, <laughs> Just how tiny can you go? Is it infinite? You keep shrinking. <laughs> Was it like a huge virus and just like chased her? <laughs> I mean, did yeah. it bite her? Maybe she got the virus <laughs> as a person and then she shrank down, and we just don't know. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's that's mm. the other fault on most zombie type things, other than like Resident Evil. Most most cases, you don't know how it starts. Mm -hmm. You know, is it something in the water in the air? Um. So yeah, that uh, this was kind of like a stretch, but I feel like with what MCU's given us, probably made the most sense of how to set it up. Yeah. So I won't <laughs> fault them on that or anything. Like they probably could have gone in a little bit more in depth onto the origin of it, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and and I know that like one of my issues is like this was the perfect time to introduce a Fantastic Four into this universe because they're like a big part of the Marvel zombies comic. Mm. Um, because realistically they, you know, they're smart enough to realize that as zombies, they're going to wipe the earth clean relatively quickly. So they need to find, they need to create portals to other dimensions to mm. find more people to eat basically. And, uh, Reed Richards is like the head of, their science zombie science division. 
to figure out how to get places. And then I think eventually they like eat, eat Galactus. And so then they get Galactus powers. It's wild. It gets wild. Mm. But I was waiting for it so much in this episode. I was like, oh my gosh, how cool would it be if like this is how they introed Fantastic Four? Because like, let's be real. Who is legitimately looking forward to a Fantastic Four movie? after the ones that we've gotten so far, probably a very small number of people. I won't say no one, but I think that this would have been a good way to reintroduce Fantastic Four as like a Marvel group. That'd be... Can you imagine like the kick in the teeth it would be if like they cast actors as a Fantastic Four and the first time we get to see them in character is as a cartoon? (laughs) Hey, I would love it. Uh, (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> no well just no. no although like stepping slightly aside one thing that makes me excited about a potential fantastic four movie is that the names i've heard uh batted around the most for uh reed richards and sue storm are john krasinski and emily blunt which mm. that would be fantastic please marvel that make would, that happen but now it's going quiet now we're getting a new name oh what is it uh, uh, Shazam. What's his name? Zachary Levi, but he was already, yeah. he was already like Fendral, wasn't he? He can't, he can't do that. That's not legal. Why is that not legal? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Just another case of Marvel swiping talent from DC. Um, no. <laughs> they swapped him first. <laughs> yeah, he's been the the new name floating around. Uh, He'd be okay. I like him. But he needs to. Well, I guess I'm just. But I agree. Like his like. I mean, the core two it would be fantastic. But at this point, I don't know if they're just tired of it or they would just want so much money it just would never happen. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like maybe a couple years ago. I don't know though because Marvel is like a sure thing, right? Like you get in and your movie's not gonna not gross billions and Mm -hmm. billions of dollars like. Yeah. Even if you do one and you're like, peace, I'm done. Like, that would be wild. Why would you do that? But Yeah. Like, they, they could probably walk in and be like, we want $60 million. I guess, I think I've got that in my desk. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can you bring me the petty change jar, please? <laughs> mm-hmm. I just need $60 million. That's all. Would you take an infinity stone instead? <laughs> uh, well, speaking of uh, voice actors that don't play the real characters. Yeah, I was looking at the the two <laughs> and one just kind of blew my mind of what they chose. Hang on, I'm trying to I'm trying to fact check something really quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, while you do that, um, I'll I'll just say Spider-Man because Oh yeah, so good. What are what like Don't get me wrong. I also really liked the voice actor they got for Spider-Man. I thought he did a really good job. He was like a really good nerdy Peter Parker. Yeah. Are you telling me Tom Holland didn't want to do this? <laughs> There's yeah, no way Tom Holland wouldn't do this. He's probably just busy on this Spider Man. Yeah, that's what they I I saw that in an article. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, we did you know other people because of people's schedules and stuff." And like, I get that, but it's not like a competing company. You know what I mean? Like right. the, he's yeah. not he's not making a movie for Lionsgate and marvel and so they're like well no you can't go 
do that Lionsgate thing until you're done with this. Like, this is all Marvel. They could have easily, Mm -hmm. excuse me, set him up with, like, a recording studio wherever he was on set and been like, okay, you're going to work on set, you know, for eight hours, and then you're going to come back here and you're going to record for four hours. And that's just the life of a successful actor. You have to work crazy hours. So I think he he could have done it. Yeah. He's young. He what's he like twenty eight yeah. or something? Not even. Yeah. I'm upset. I I <laughs> will agree that the guy they got is great, and I don't want to mm-hmm. downplay his abilities. But what are you doing, Tom Holland? You're Spider Man. Here, here's what's crazy. The one other alternate voice actor we got was uh, this guy for Captain America, but he has voiced Peter Parker in the past. <laughs> What That's is what's so crazy? What lines does Captain America have? Uh, anybody. Well, no, yeah, you see him. Don't I thought we'd see him briefly and he has like a line or two, but um Yeah, before he gets some. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> uh. <laughs> So this this uh, voice actor's name's Josh Keaton. So his background is in a lot of like animated series, some video games, but he voiced Peter Parker Spider Man for the Spectacular Spider Man. So just I just find it funny that uh, it wouldn't just get him to do um, both. And then he voiced for Spider Man from like 2017 to 2020, um, but for other characters. But yeah, like um, I just found it funny that he did. He went Captain. Uh, Captain well, America. I guess they, they really have been trying to find, like, if they can't replace them with the same actor, they've been trying to find someone that can, like, kind of mock that actor's voice. Mm. Maybe that's why. Like, maybe he couldn't pull off a Tom Holland. Not that the other guy could either. I mean, it didn't sound like yeah. Tom Holland. It just sounded like yeah, you a really believable didn't. Peter Parker. Yeah, he was he was good as the character. That's what struck me. He didn't sound exactly like Tom Holland, mm. but he did a good mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Uh, well, right after we see Spider-Man, uh, Wasps come in, Wasp comes in and helps save Bruce Banner from these six zombies that are attacking him. And we realize that the way she saved him was the ants were eating the zombies. Right. Wouldn't, wouldn't that turn them into zombie <laughs> ants? That seems like rule Maybe. number one. Don't eat zombies. You would think so, but again, like going back into like just, I just like watched a, an episode of I'm going through Fear of the Walking Dead, so I'm getting into territory because I dropped off on that one like way early, so I'm like playing catch up. But yeah, I just saw like dogs eat the zombies, and you would think like, okay, wouldn't that? You think like Resident Evil like. Resident Evil is like the only thing that hones in the animals. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I don't know why other people don't want to do that. Yeah. Ants are not mammals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they can incubate a virus. Yeah, maybe they just... Yeah, because when... Uh, she, what is, uh, she says like, oh, you need... Just go with them. They'll, I can't remember the exact line, but she's telling Bruce to go with them. My initial reaction would be like, they just ate zombies. I'm out of <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, I'm like, not going to hang out with them. How do them? I know they're not going to turn and eat me? Right. That's wild. And we we see our first like scene of you know almost intense mm-hmm. gore if you will. There's no blood or anything, but you know the before this when we see the zombies first attack uh, Thanos's children, it's it's like clouded in 
mist and dust and so we can't really see what's going on we just see arms and stuff um but then when they're getting eaten up by the bugs flying through the swarm i mean they're getting eaten down to skeletons (laughs) like (laughs) dr strange's skeletal arm is still hanging on to his cape at one point it's like oh my gosh i wasn't expecting skeletons this early in the episode um but it it worked. I thought, I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah, it all works. <laughs> also, found it interesting that uh, the Hulk is still like, "Nope, not going to do this." But, <laughs> but it's also interesting because it's like, is he still stuck on the whole like Thanos just beat me, mm-hmm. or or are the zombies really that scary that the Hulk doesn't want to come out and fight? Yeah, I think that they were just trying to pull from like the Thanos beat me, so. I don't want to come yeah. out, but it's like, yeah, if you Thanos beat you and then you got back to earth and earth was covered in zombies, I feel like, and again, maybe this is why they didn't, but it was like Hulk would easily mm-hmm. win against a bunch of zombies. So what are we worried about Hulk? But then it was <laughs> yeah. like, well, they couldn't have Hulk for the whole episode because then like, what's, what's the point of being scared of zombies? Hulk can just like bust through them. Mm-hmm. So Unless it's a zombie Hulk. Yeah, which, ooh. (laughs) Uh, Well, after this, we get my favorite scene in this episode, which is Spider-Man's tips to survive a zombie apocalypse. (laughs) It was perfect. And we, my fiance and I both like the Zombieland movie. The second one, okay. Not as much. And what's the, they made a third one, right? No. No, okay, just second. Okay, that's right. Second one. No, not so much. First one, great movie. But that's what I felt. I was like, oh, this is like so cool, like Zombieland. But then we also recently watched that, um, what's that like family one? They fight the robot apocalypse. I don't know. It's oh, on um, the Mitchells versus the Machines. Yes, that. So That one was so good. <laughs> the, the girl in that makes videos just like this with like cardboard cutouts and stuff. And so the whole time mm-hmm. I was like, this is so much fun. Like, that was the best part of that movie. Now this is the best part of this episode. We're getting to see these, like, fun little cardboard animated videos that Spider-Man is making. Oh, man. I loved it. I I realize now, actually, because I was just about to say I didn't know who the guy is that was in all the videos with him. Like, his apartment mate or whatever. The Russian guy. That's mm-hmm. Kurt. Yeah, so I just, yeah. I literally just connected in my head like, oh, okay, I know who that is. Um, but that was one of my notes. I was like, who is this guy? So scratch that note. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, Kurt and Bucky is an interaction I never thought I would get or that I needed. And yet it happened and it was great. <laughs> well, I wanted to know, so like how did Kurt end up with Spider-Man? Well, he must have been uh, with Hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. (laughs) Because before, I was like, I had no idea who that was. Then I immediately had the thought. I was like, I know who that is. Wait a second. How did he get here? Why is he here? But Hope, yeah, I forgot she's, like, basically the main character of this episode. Um, We... So, quick thing, real quick. Kurt which Spidey calls him or gives him the name resident weirdo. Apparently that's a <laughs> nod to resident evil. 
Oh. I got to dig into that more, but that's really fascinating. I did expect more zombie nods in this um, that we didn't really get. Uh, And upon doing a little bit of research after watching it, I didn't really see that many things like uh, that many like hidden things everything seems to be pretty like what you saw is what you get um which i mean it's fine they don't have to hide stuff in every episode i just like it but whatever uh (laughs) i did really like the the story for hope um especially because you almost kind of expect Ant-Man. Uh, so it was an interesting choice to be like, no, it was hope. Um, but it is crazy that like, here we go again, where like Ant-Man seems to be such a central figure. Mm-hmm. We've already had Hank Pym be the villain as like the main bad guy. And here we are again where it's like, okay, well, basically Hank Pym is the reason that the zombie outbreak happened. So he's kind of the bad guy again, if we're being honest. <laughs> I put I put in my note, Hank Pym ruins the party again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they didn't give him his coal miner look, but... Yeah. <laughs> I also want to know how, like, uh, he was in, like, a suit, right? think so yeah like how do you get bit through a suit hey yeah yeah she broke his visor but i don't know (laughs) they just gotta bite people i guess um it's fun to see happy i was super excited that uh john favreau was actually in an episode of what if Mm -hmm. see his name on every episode so you'd be like throw him in there can he be in there yep so that was fun and he has uh iron man's little wrist Repulsor, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. Um, that was what, Iron Man 2? Yeah, I think so. His little watch. So yeah. that was neat. It was just a cool little callback to a piece of tech that Happy got his hands on. It's interesting that Happy didn't have a full suit. kind of think he would have had access to all the suits. but mm-hmm. He probably didn't trust himself with a whole suit. Yeah. Well, and I guess I... this is technically after the Iron Man Christmas special, so... Mm-hmm. All of his suits have been destroyed. I I thought that it was funny that for literally no reason, they made him a shirt that said, I'm not single, I'm saving myself for Thor, and made him wear it in the video. <laughs> <laughs> and he went along with it. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, if it makes the kid happy, he's had a bad day. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man is, you feel bad for him. Um, we haven't gotten to the part where you feel really bad for him. But you don't feel great for him. You're kind of like, oh, man, he's kind of lost everybody. Um, well, let's kind of get into the the gritty part of this episode. Um, they're going down into the train station because they need to get to Fort. And, of course, I didn't write it down. But they need to get to the fort. In New uh, Jersey. Yes. Which is where, in the movies, that's where they find um, the computer program that is Hydra, basically controlling Hydra. Um, so interesting nod to pull something back from that. And I, I think isn't that's where they go in 
when they go back in time in Endgame. Endgame, yeah. They go there. It's mm-hmm. the same fort. Chassis? Cantholite. Lightly high? Lake, Lake? Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, the birthplace of Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> so it it's kind of cool that like here we we get to go they're like bringing these bigger marvel quote sets uh and and putting them in this uh, but to get there they need to start up the train so we get like first of all immediately they're like okay we're gonna split up and peter parker is like have you guys ever watched a horror movie we shouldn't split <laughs> up and they're like don't worry about it we're gonna split up well, you can only guess what happens. Much like in a horror movie, the separate parties get attacked. Mm-hmm. But not by anybody. They get attacked by zombie Avengers. Which, first of all, where's Thor? Right? I expected He's a up Thor. on the ship. Oh, yeah, because they send Hulk back. See, the, ti- the timeline before I went. <laughs> But I kept expecting like a Thor or a Loki, mm-hmm. like a imagine a Loki zombie. Um, <laughs> but so they get attacked, and first of all, we see some wings perch. You know, we see that from the shadow perspective of the set of wings. And my first thought was, "Uh oh, Bucky! Here we here we go. Bucky is going to have to fight Falcon." And yeah, that is what happens. <laughs> we get a Bucky versus Falcon, which I was like, man, <laughs> this is sad. We, you know, seems like only a couple months ago we were watching them best buds hanging out. Fix a boat. On their boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're, now one of them's a zombie. Um, so that was, that was pretty intense. And that goes to, uh, I guess we'll do like one group at a time. But that one leads to my biggest note, which I just, I put Bucky versus Falcon as I was watching it, and then immediately had to draw a little Falcon getting cut in half (laughs) because I wasn't expecting it. I mean, yeah, I thought Bucky would get saved or like maybe he would turn Bucky, but I was not expecting him to get cut in half. Just, I think, I think with zombies and superheroes you never know what you're going to expect and now now that we're talking about it i kind of wish we got a little bit more like i would have loved to see like warhammer just drop in and just like all of his guns just <laughs> wiping all the zombies out it would have been awesome yeah where's where would yeah, i don't know where well he Still hasn't fully recovered from Civil War, I don't think. Oh, no. Yeah, he has because he fights in... I don't know. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe he's already in uh, in uh, Wakanda. He may have been in Wakanda. But it would have been cool to see see something like that. Yeah. Well... Who, what else would have been cool? I mean, really just if they had brought more. Mm-hmm. Again, like... Even I the feel Guardians. Like the, I feel like in the Guardians episode... Because I feel like in the past two episodes have been like, I want more. And in mm-hmm. the Guardians episode, I was like, you gave me too much. But I feel like <laughs> in in the Guardians episode, it was too many stories. Like yeah. too many yeah. stories with different people that we have to follow. 
Whereas this would have just been cool to see other Avengers or other superheroes in the background fighting mm-hmm. either as heroes or as zombies. I thought that mm-hmm. would have been neat. And I think that's my pull towards the Marvel Zombies series is that it is that. It's just like every book is like the few of them that have survived are fighting all the others that are zombies. So you get to see all these people that like maybe you've never even read a comic book on, but it's yeah. like here they are as a zombie. It was fun. So I would have liked more in the zombies episode. But speaking of that, there potentially was a Deadpool cameo. There's one zombie they kind of focus on. Looks like it has two swords. And the only one that really has two swords that's well known would be Deadpool. But again, being a zombie, it's hard to really tell. I think I know what you're talking about because it looked, I thought it was just like bones. Yeah. sticking out of his back and i i did think that that was weird i was like why is that one of bones sticking out of his back but i don't know maybe it was a nod be cool yeah well our next group will go to uh oh poor happy man <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited oh, that man. happy was in this sharon was in it mm-hmm. um pre you know her taking off and taking over madripoor um <laughs> And yeah, uh, Bucky gets shot, or not Bucky, uh, Happy gets shot through the shoulder. And at first I couldn't really tell what was happening. I was like, wait, is it Iron Man? I thought Iron Man died. Like who's grapple hooking Happy right now? Um, But then Sharon gets shot with an arrow. And I was like, oh, it's Hawkeye. And she even says it in like such a dramatic way. She's like, it's Hawkeye. And I was like, (laughs) what? Are we scared of Hawkeye? Why are we scared of Hawkeye? Not to downplay Hawkeye, but like out of all of them that you could have run into, Hawkeye seems like the one that you'd be like, well, all right. I wondered why she didn't just call him Clint or Barton. (laughs) Seemed weird to whip out a superhero name just then. Yeah, that's true. That is weird. Because Clint was on their side during Civil War, right? So, yeah, that right. is really odd. We can't even fact check that. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to fact check to that. To your point right. earlier, it would have been interesting if uh, we could have gotten an intro to the new Hawkeye. Like, you know, if, if it would have been like Clinton as daughter, both as Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Could have been yeah. Cool. Well, I think, like, you know, wouldn't he, if he. Well, I don't know. Maybe he like doesn't want to eat his family. <laughs> so he like hasn't gone there. Maybe not. I was just like, ah, if he knows he's Hawkeye and he can be Hawkeye, wouldn't he have gone and eaten his family? It's so weird in this. It's hard to say because it's like, here's a zombie that can use a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. And that's something you just generally don't see. Mm-hmm. But they can't talk. Right. Or, or seemingly well, communicate. Unless you're happy, then he can say, bam. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> bam, yeah. Uh, which I thought was a very funny gag until Sharon said it too. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, you took it one bam too far. It was funny when he <laughs> said bam and then and then he said bam is a zombie. And then she shot him in the head and said bam. And it was like, oh. 
Sharon can't catch a break. Depressing, yeah. Maybe that was her turning point. Now she's evil and she's going to go to Madripoor. Just had Uh, to put up with one too many things. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, our other crew uh, is trying to jumpstart the train. um, And they do in a like reverse Spider-Man move. Like his, he makes a slingshot with his web basically. And I don't understand how it works. It doesn't make sense. Like he's slowly backing up. And then at some point they release the brake, I guess. And that's what shoots it forward. I don't, I don't know. I didn't really understand the (laughs) background of that. Um, But he finally is able to do that just as all the zombies are kind of breaking onto the train uh, and they take off through the tunnel. Um, it is fun to see the cape. The cape seems to have like a connection with Peter mm-hmm. uh, and it saves him twice, I think, um, in this episode. And it sits on his shoulders. So maybe this is where we get the like Spider Strange look from. Yeah. Um, Curious if it's a nod to, or a reference like we'll get to see this again in the next movie. I hope so. I would hope so. But I, I also know they've, you know, we have the new, the new thing with like his, his suit in the next movie is going to be like something that's potentially made by Doctor Strange, so it has the symbols on it. So mm-hmm. I had to think that that would cancel out the need for him to have like a suit and the cape. But I, I don't know. Maybe we will get that. Um, maybe Wong makes it for him. The suit or the cape? The suit. Oh. Maybe he gets his own cape. There's a lot of questions. Man, there's so many questions there. <laughs> there's even, oh, yeah, we'll have to tune in next time when we talk Shang-Chi. <laughs> uh, well, as the as the train is rocketing away, uh, you know, naturally, as you do in a superhero horror movie, they hear a thump on the roof of the train. Now, when this happened, my first thought was it's it's someone that can fly. Like, that's just, I was like, oh, it's got to be someone that can fly. Um, so that's what I was expecting. And then very quickly it turned not into that. Uh, in a sad twist of fate, Steve is able to break onto the train as a zombie and eat Sharon or bite Sharon, um, turning her, which kind of, you know, all right. Clearly, she doesn't go to Madripoor because now she's a zombie. You can't uh, be a power broker and a zombie. <laughs> zombie power broker. Um, <laughs> so as Bucky is fighting with zombie Steve, Hope flies directly into Sharon's mouth, which I, you know, the second it happens, you know what the outcome of this is going to be. But it just felt like it took too long. Like. Yeah. Because then we go back and Bucky and Steve fight for a good 15 seconds. And the whole time I'm like, what is Sharon doing? Mm-hmm. Is she just standing back there like waiting? <laughs> like Finding the sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's not doing anything. Um, and now we get like a reverse almost Bucky uh, in a train again where he is able to s- slice captain america in half with his shield and cap falls out of the train uh so now that's let's see 
Bucky v. Train. He's lost one and he's won one. Uh, and Steve v. Train has won one and lost two. So Captain America's worst enemy is now Trains. Uh, I Then, of course, we get the Hope enlarges herself inside Sharon and Sharon pops. And there is another line that I wasn't expecting again. I feel like the pop itself was something I thought would happen off screen, which it didn't. It happened on screen and then very quickly was followed up with the line. I'm covered in Sharon. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, <laughs> like, what are we? I was, there's so many things happen that I wasn't expecting to happen. Even the Steve getting cut in half was like, Whoa, all right. I mean, I guess because they're zombies, it's cool. We can blow them up and cut them up, and it's still Disney. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Going back to real quick, another thing that could have been cool here is what if it was like Vulture? Yeah, that would have been cool. Getting a little bit more, a little bit more Spider-Man references. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you think it would have been Vulture from? spider-man from the second one or no he was in the first one right first one from homecoming yeah yeah, yeah i mean he's that that iteration of yeah because he's just in prison right so mm-hmm. if uh if he was able to break free go get his suit and then uh-oh turn to a zombie and then i don't know it, it's it's hard to connect everything it, uh, that would just been like i think fanfare just make it really cool yeah i yeah and i, and I totally agree i you know, at this point, we have such a large group of characters to pull from, mm-hmm. or like a pool of characters to pull from, that it is surprising that they don't pull from more than just like the main yeah. six. Yeah. Uh, especially in an animated show where it's like you've already proven that you don't need the voice actors, you don't need to worry about the characters in the timeline. Just throw them in there. Mm-hmm. Why not? Um. Well, after this violent and gory incident with hope and captain america um we learn peter's backstory which god you just feel bad for him (laughs) like he didn't say how he lost aunt may so you can only assume that Mm -hmm. she turned into a zombie maybe um and then really the only one he had left was happy and then he lost happy. And so now it's like, oh, and he's just like, but you got to keep smiling. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, poor Peter. <laughs> There's just no winning. Uh, but we get, the, you know, we get the first actual like reference within this universe that, you know, there was an Uncle Ben that he yes. did have parents. So. That was a pretty massive because all day, like in the Twitter sphere, like that's been everyone's focus on this. Which I thought, because I saw that as well, and I thought my first thought was, boy, oh boy, I feel like you guys don't get it. Marvel is easily just going to be like, ah, different timeline, different universe. Yeah. That that Peter had a Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland doesn't have an Uncle Ben. Like I agree that i think okay cool this is like clarification that uncle ben was still the catalyst for peter but Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. Yeah. At this point, I just, you know, they've thrown so many things at us that it's like, ugh, it's multiverse now. Mm. They can literally do whatever they want. And if they don't like it, just be like, nah, it's a different universe. So until I see it in live action (laughs) come out of Tom Holland's mouth, no Uncle Ben. And we could go deep into this. Just think, I'm just thinking of the next movie and everything that could happen. <laughs> oh, what if, what if she gets married? What if in the next movie, <laughs> Aunt May gets married to a guy named Ben? <gasps> How does Happy going to feel about that? Ooh, I was about to say. Maybe I Happy's was... real name is Ben. Oh. <laughs> 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 that's getting a little too weird I think <laughs> I don't know that's how the entire series is going to end the final Spider-Man movie they're going to be like ah and happy Benjamin happy whatever his last name is got married to Hogan May. <laughs> yeah Hogan <laughs> well the train stops they run out of fuel is what he says <laughs> which what does that mean? What kind of train is this? Like, isn't it a like public transport train? Wouldn't it run on electric tracks? What does he mean it ran out of fuel? Um, but anyway, it's out. They look over to a literal sea of zombies, which this I thought was a little goofy. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? It was just an obstacle for them to overcome. Like, or I guess I don't. Know, maybe it's because like all the zombies were surrounding the the camp, mm-hmm. and that's what this has caused this like sea of zombies. But I thought that that was kind of goofy that they're like, oh, there's a sea of zombies. Um, but we know that Hope, who blew out of Sharon, had a small cut on her arm and is slowly getting worse and worse. But she's like, don't worry, we can go over them. I thought. She was somehow going to fly, and Spider-Man was going to, like, fly behind her via web mm-hmm. and, like, carry everybody. That's immediately what I thought. And I was like, well, this, I know it's a cartoon, but, like, this seems ridiculous. <laughs> I did not think about her turning giant, which is what she did. Um, it was interesting that once she got there and they all got off, and she kind of, like, self-sacrificed even though I guess technically she'd already been mm-hmm. scratched, so she was turning anyway. But it was interesting that she didn't shrink back down. She was like, no, I'm just going to go out as a giant. <laughs> like, Which causes problems. Yes, yes, that's my point. It's like, you did all this to save them, and then you died in your giant form. So now when you come back, you're going to be a giant zombie. That doesn't seem smart. Why would you do that to them? But like the suit would still work. Like, because we've seen it throughout the episode. We've seen a micro, like Ant-Man size zombie and normal size. So, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. It's like, yeah, it could turn. Even if she didn't, if she still could function the suit, like could do all the things. Yeah, that's true. But, um, but you wouldn't want to start the zombie as a giant. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least start the zombie as a normal size. Or idea. tiny. Yeah. I, that's uh, just, I think there's someone like, hey, that'll probably be cool. Let's just keep it in. 
Yeah. It was also interesting. She was like turning mm-hmm. and the zombies were attacking her. Yeah. I thought that was weird too. I was like, but zombies don't really attack other zombies. So right. it's weird that she's still being attacked. Yeah. Although I guess whatever. She's still alive. Yeah, that, I agree. That whole moment was a little confusing at first. Like, what are they about to do? Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, they're doing that. Interesting. <laughs> uh, well, there's they quickly find Vision, who is a jump scare on a jump scare. Um, and he explains that because he's an android, the zombies don't like him. And because he has the Mind Stone, the zombies don't like that. So it's created like an artificial barrier that doesn't move. Like, that was interesting, because when he came to talk to them, he was closer to the gate or the fence, but that didn't make the barrier any bigger or smaller. So, I'm wondering if he really was the barrier, or if there was something else there that was the barrier, or some some something he designed that made the barrier. I don't know, it was, that didn't make sense, but... um Maybe he's just holding the field at the periphery of the fence. Yeah. Just using his, like, mind powers. Maybe. But that whole setup was weird as well. And this goes back into, like, more traditional zombie things. It's like... And maybe I just need to rewatch that to see what he says. I think he says something that alludes to what's going on. Because, like, if if a zombie wasn't able to detect anything, they would just move on. Mm -hmm. But these zombies just literally, like stopped it's like they start they're you know following them in and then they just stop and just stand there mm-hmm. so it's like something's keeping them there but even though they can't detect it's like throwing them off but they don't go on their own way yeah they it's, just that's what's so weird like it's like up. like okay there's no food here let's move on and find something yeah instead they're like there must be food in there we're just gonna stand and wait right yeah um, well, once they get down, uh, and Vision starts explaining this cure to them that doesn't make any sense, um, we hear a familiar voice, and he spins a chair around, and a la Futurama, <laughs> we get, <laughs> we get bodiless Ant-Man. Um, it's just Scott head, Scott Lang's head in a jar, basically. Um, and just quip after quip, he's just firing him off like joke, 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 nonstop joke. Mention why he's telling jokes and follow it with another joke. Like, <laughs> I was like, all right, I, all right, Scott Lang is back. Love it. Paul Rudd is back. Yes, you know? <laughs> I can see why he was the MVP of the voice recording sessions. All right. Yes, yes, he was killing it. Um, pun and i felt like his character was so good and so animated for just being ahead like (laughs) i thought it was primo as the cool kids say uh especially (laughs) when exactly what they say (laughs) (laughs) they don't say that at your school primo um I especially liked when he got the cape uh, and the cape carried him around. So he like made a prom joke, but all I could think was like, no, it's like 
It's like you're the coolest version of a bodiless <laughs> Ant Man. Like you can still you can just fly around and do stuff, yep. but you're just a head and a cape. Like also, like on Futurama, there is one of the heads that wears a cape. And if I'm not mistaken, it's Al Gore because he's the Emperor of the Moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you know Scott Lang may be the Emperor of the Moon because that's where he's hiding the real Captain America. Um. I will say that in the comic version, uh, this is something that they do. Um, but it's Wasp. It is her head, which has been zombified, but is cognizant. Hmm. Uh, and I believe, I believe Ant-Man is trying to keep her. I don't really remember why. And then at some point she goes to T'Challa and then he carries her head around. I don't know. I don't really remember the reasoning <laughs> behind that, but, but I did, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Oh, that's cool. That must looks like a little nod to the comics. Cause that happens in the comics. Um, well quickly it turns dark and Bucky is like, I'm going to go find us a way out of here. Vision very ominously says, you're not going to find what you're looking for. And immediately I was like, Vision, vision's bad vision's been bad bad robot like what's he doing i didn't even think about wanda i was just like oh vision no what are you doing uh once bucky finds t'challa he finds him with his leg cut off which really quick going back to the comics is something else that happens in the comics uh i believe it's uh hank Pim cuts off T'Challa's leg to feed to Wasp. Hmm. So, and he's like keeping him alive so that he can like harvest parts of him to feed Wasp. So here's another call out, right? Another callback to the comics, which I thought was interesting. Um, but this is kind of the last time we see T'Challa. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I thought that maybe he would rescue him, but instead... Uh, he turns around, he sees Wanda, zombified Wanda behind some glass. He shoots at her a couple times, which, like, smart, break the glass, separating you from the powerful witch zombie. <laughs> um, and then he runs away and just leaves T'Challa there. And I was like, oh, all right, I guess <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're done with T'Challa. Um it was wild because my first thought was, okay, so does, did Hank, or not Hank, did Scott only get resurrected via his head? Or was he fully saved, like fully converted back into a human and then cut up and fed to Wanda? Surely he would have remembered that second yeah, part and been that, like, yeah. my dudes, you do not want to be here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I kept waiting. I was like, wait, is he in league with Vision now? Or is he good? I couldn't really figure it out. Unless, uh, Well, I mean, if Vision's got the monster, maybe he like wiped Scott's memories of yeah. <laughs> like having his Ooh. body removed. Well, yeah, even I mean, with yeah. zombies, like you have to, it's, it's like death is through like, the brain so i mean you could mm. decapitate a zombie and it's really still going it would mm. just eventually it would die off over a long period of time but yeah like 
I like that theory. It makes most sense is that's probably what vision did was yeah, just, just wiped his mind, just kind of fed all of his body and then was able to like experiment just with the mind, bring it back and then keep it into like a container that preserves it. Yeah. Vision so, is no longer worthy to wield Mjolnir. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Vision's a <laughs> bad guy. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, I kept waiting for Vision to do more to help them uh, once Wanda breaks out and starts destroying everything. Not so much. Nope. Vision didn't really do anything to help them. He was just like, oh, I know how to help. And then he killed himself. Yeah. He just like pulls the Mind Stone out of his head and dies, which only makes scary zombie wanda more mad right so it's way to go um we do finally get the hulk after an entire episode of bruce banner and no hulk um hulk saves bruce at one point Mm -hmm. when a zombie bites his arm and his arm turns hulky and stops the zombie from biting him which was like okay that's cool like your anti-zombie bite airbag, basically. Um, Is that accurate in the the comic? Uh, I believe so. That like the zombies can't bite Hulk until She-Hulk, if I'm not mistaken, mm. is a zombie and she bites. She can bite Hulk. Ah, yeah. Um. So and then it's all downhill from there. But also somehow the thing the thing turns into a zombie too, which I never really understood because he's made out of rock. So I was like, mm. how does how do they get a thing zombie? Um, but he's got a human center. <laughs> it broke all the way in. There. He's, he's, he's like a payday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. They are able to escape with the help of the Hulk. Um, He stops all the zombies so that they can fly the Quinjet away. Uh, The survivors that we have currently are Spider-Man, the head of (laughs) Scott Lang, and Bucky, right? T'Challa, right? Oh, it is T'Challa. Yeah, That's right. T'Challa's so he does come because they have the, they have the big moment at the end. Yes, yes, yes. So, but how does he get there? Where does he come from? Because I'm pretty sure when Bucky runs away, Bucky just runs away. Yeah, I can't remember. I have to rewatch that end again to see like mm-hmm. did he just kind of stumble, <laughs> gets yeah, thrown just... out there? I can't remember. Hops. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he just hopped out there. I can't remember. Um. I only got to watch it once too, so I don't I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, I recorded this podcast and watched it one time. (laughs) All right. We'll fact check it. Um But they are flying off to Wakanda. I thought it was interesting that A Hulk couldn't get on there. Couldn't jump up there and catch on to the Quinjet or Yeah, I don't get all that. It was like Hulk leap. He's taffy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I think that'll lead into the 
biggest question at the very end of this. True. Um, well, as, as they're flying away, they're going to Wakanda. We see Wakanda from the inside looking out. Uh, and all the zombies are kind of like banging on the banging on the wall or window or shield or whatever you want to call it. Um, and then the camera flips around and we see dun zombie Thanos <laughs> with the gauntlet with all of the stones except the mind stone. A bunch of crazy, interesting things here because how did he get all of those stones Mm -hmm. and if hulk can get bit and not affected how come thanos can get bit and affected Mm -hmm. gamma radiation i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) right there you go well, it makes sense. I mean, Thanos, you know, probably was aware of what was going on and was able to go collect all the the stones, but that, you know, he's down to the last one, so he knew he had mm-hmm. to go to Earth. I'm wondering if he thought like, "Oh, I'm fine." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this can't happen to me. Yeah. I could see that easily. Unless he I don't know. See, again, but this is the biggest question. This just felt like there's going to be a part two Mm -hmm. for zombies. Of all the things that we've watched, this is the one that really feels like this story is not quite Mm -hmm. finished for like what they're wanting to do. So I'm very curious if we'll get a second zombie. Well, how did he get in there? Like... The whole battle doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think there were Chitari with him. It was just Thanos standing there with mm-hmm. with the stone. But the whole reason that he goes to Wakanda is to get the Mind Stone. So why mm-hmm. was he even in Wakanda? The Mind Stone wasn't there. They're going to Wakanda. True, but it, it wasn't there to begin with. So, like, wouldn't he have just popped up at the camp and stolen the Mind Stone from... Yeah, see, I don't... Again, like, this... <laughs> a lot of holes left in the end of this episode, which is why I'm hopeful we could get another zombie episode. It, the question is, is, like, is that too... I'm sure on their side, they don't want to do one thing too yeah. much. Um, unless they want to do a follow-up in like season yeah, two. Yeah, I feel like it's going to yeah. be them not ever Maybe, following up on any of their cliffhangers and be like, ha, you thought. And then that's their whole process. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, ah, oh, yeah. What if you finish the story in your own <laughs> We would if as hard as we could, and this is all we got. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I... I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought there were a lot of cool call-outs to the comic version. Um, I do wish that they would do the comic version a solid and make, like, an actual series. Just because, Mm -hmm. like, like I said, I mean, 
at one point they go to the ape universe and they convert all the ape avengers into zombies and like i said at at that point i'm pretty (laughs) sure they've already eaten galactus so they have like galactic powers and then like howard the duck and dum-dum dugan run like a zombie killing team it's wild i would gladly watch it as a series on its own so Mm -hmm. maybe this will get people more interested in that and that will that will happen um yeah i think we got four more episodes left i think so yeah so we still need a captain marvel episode i'm just based on the background images that we've seen so far from the posters Mm -hmm. we still need a captain marvel we still need a gamora and we still need a vision Mm -hmm. uh as ultron those are the only three that i that we've seen in images and then what is this hulkbuster toy (laughs) i mean is that going to be an episode hulk or uh tony stark goes to sakaar like I don't know. What if we get? What if the Watcher actually built? <laughs> <laughs> one thing. One last note. I'll say that I don't. I don't. I'm probably just digging into this too much. It seems like when we actually like engage or see the Watcher, it's almost moving opposite of the way these these episodes are going. It seems like for his from his from what we see on the Watcher, it's like going in a lighter direction. Because now we actually get to see more mm-hmm. of his character versus he was just this shadowy thing. Like, we'd never really get mm-hmm. to see his face. But now we're getting more depth of his character and, and see that, like, you know, he can talk to us. He has a mouth. He has a face. All these normal features. So I'm curious to see, like, these next four episodes, if we'll keep seeing that pathway. But if the episodes go <laughs> darker and darker and darker. I mean, it could, but know. that could be the thing because you know the the Doctor Strange yeah. episode has had the darkest ending so far, mm-hmm. as far as the universe is concerned. And yeah. that episode, we had our first interaction between the Watcher and the character that we're watching. So it's possible that like the darker the episodes get, the more and more trouble the Watcher has just standing by and watching. So maybe, I mean, again, I don't think that it would happen soon. I think that it would, they would save it for like the last episode that like maybe the universe that we watch is just like so dark and so beyond saving, but like there's one ray of hope and maybe the watcher steps in and like, maybe he doesn't Mm -hmm. directly interact, but maybe he like puts people on the right path to save that universe. Uh, I could see it. I could see them easily saving something like that. So yeah. maybe that is what we're seeing because, like you said, I mean, in the first episode, we saw him, what, once? In the second mm-hmm. episode, we saw him, like, three or four times. Now it's like, I mean, every time they have a shadow that you could easily hide two lights and they throw him in there. They're like, oh, there he is. Oh, there yeah. he is. Oh, he's in the side of the car. Oh, he's in the sky. Oh, he's in the water puddle. <laughs> like, he's uh, he's all over the place. So... I could see it. I could see them sneaking him in there as a more central character or something Maybe. in the last episode. Maybe. I'm excited. Well, I'm going to say that the next episode we get is going to be Captain Marvel. 
because I think we couldn't do Gamora next because we did. I think that will be closer to the end. And we just did a Vision thing, so I don't think they would do Vision as Ultron next. So I'm going to say next one's going to be Carol Danvers. That's my guess. I don't have a guess. I can see that. (laughs) Uh, I've been avoiding, like, I only knew, I'm only getting the ads, like, the Mm -hmm. day before. That's the only time. So, like, I knew going in that we were getting zombies this week just because Disney was, like, Mm. promoting it pretty heavily. (laughs) But outside of that, I've been trying to keep these as secret as possible. Yeah, I, I, I'm i trying to remember. I think it was like two or three episodes ago is when I saw the poster with Vision as Ultron. And then I think in the opening scene is where we see Carol Danvers uh, and Gamora. So, again, I mean, maybe those two characters aren't in anything and it's just a haha gotcha. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess we'll find out. (laughs) Um, We always do. (laughs) Well, do you guys have any last thoughts or missed notes uh, from the episode? I have just a handful of just stuff that I'd made a note of. Like one, um, just had to mention Naked Bucky. I mentioned it. (laughs) We're done with it. We're moving on. Um, There... There were some lines that jumped out to me. One of them was uh, after Bucky kills Zombie Cap, and he says, I guess this was the end of the line. I mean, first of all, I knew it was coming. I did hate it. (laughs) But it also, like, it still, it caused me to feel an emotion. (laughs) Even though I could have, like, said it just alongside him. I was like, well, (laughs) it's not fair that he has to be the one to kill Cap. Yeah. And uh, I also love, my favorite line in the whole episode is just whenever, uh, just whenever Ant-Man says, love sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just at the end after everything that we think is, yeah, love sucks. Yeah. Um, and uh, T'Challa's part in the airplane absolutely gave me chills. And he said, uh, in, my culture, in my culture, death is not the end. And he had that little speech. Oh. Could have found me dead in a ditch after that. <laughs> oh, and this is my favorite title because it's just zombies. <laughs> zombies, and it has the little intero bang with it. <laughs> favorite title, 10 out of 10 on the title. It is the shortest one I think we've gotten so far because all the other it has ones. To be. I mean, last week's was like the longest one ever. What oh, <laughs> if we wrote a short sonnet yeah, to be the title? Pretty much, yeah. So. Well, I definitely agree. I think think T'Challa's speech at the end was like, I mean, it was obviously a, uh, a like, shout out, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it was a callback because I'm pretty sure they mentioned that when he's talking about his father being gone. Um, So... I, I did really enjoy that. I think that then that being followed up with zombie Thanos was like, oh, you guys think you're going somewhere <laughs> safe if you're not. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Luke? All I want is a whole series of just Peter Parker <laughs> vlogs. <laughs> yeah. 
if anything i think that would be super I fun want, even if yeah even if they just did like a social media push with it or something like just made little funny videos mm. for instagram or tiktok or whatever but they were yeah like what? in that same vein i think that would be fun uh, you need mcu like peter parker yeah. tiktok like and he could partner with uh scott lang flying around with kate i think that would be yeah that'd be a that'd fun be little fun. series <laughs> And I want the t-shirt. Oh, yeah. they Movie reviews Surely, surely someone is making oh, that shirt oh, now. Oh, 100%. Her universe, somebody. I guarantee <laughs> if, if we looked it up right this second, I'm sure we could find that On shirt. On Etsy, someone has already made it. If you make those shirts, contact us, and we will, <laughs> we will definitely give you a shout-out and make sure that we promote your shirt sales. So all you have to do is make a... I'm not single. I'm just saving myself for Thor. (laughs) Well, I think that about wraps it up this week. So thank you all for listening. If you're not already a Patreon subscriber, go check out our Patreon. You can get bonus episodes. You can get exclusive content. You can talk with us. Not that you can't do that normally, but you can talk with us (laughs) differently. Um, you get things early on Patreon uh, and slightly unedited. Um, obviously, yeah, obviously we'll take out like the whatever before and afters, but go check it out. Uh, also, we'll plug our social media because go check out our social media. We're posting more, trying to be more active. Uh, you can see... Let's see, this week I posted a picture from my notes for this episode so you can see my crude rendering of Falcon being split in half. Um, it's very crude, <laughs> very upsetting. It's just as violent as the episode was. Um, <laughs> so. Should have did the old school like little page. <laughs> just in falling apart. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. Maybe we'll get that next week. Um <laughs> So be sure to follow us there on social media. Let us know what you think about our episodes. Let us know what you think about the episodes of the show. And let us know of any cool Marvel stuff that you have uh, that you're maybe if you're reading a comic or you're watching an old Marvel show and you want us to talk about it or you want to tell people about it, let us know. Uh, we will, we'll give you a shout out and we'll pitch people your comic, see if they want to read it, um, to kind of start this trend right now i've been reading through the free stuff on amazon uh kindle through the prime app or whatever uh and it's odd because i was like i'm just gonna read planet hulk and uh, world war hulk again and i started reading them and i was like this is weird it's just the it's basically thor ragnarok but minus thor thor's not a part of it but he like goes to sakaar he (laughs) saves people and say so i was like oh this is funny um, they also seem to be putting things on there for free right now. If you have prime and a Kindle, um, that line up with things that are coming out currently. So the, uh, suicide squad, there's a bunch of free suicide squad comics up right now. Um, when Loki was out, they had a bunch of Loki stuff on there. So I'm hoping that maybe they'll put some what if stuff on there soon. Uh, Because I'd love to 
read through that or zombies i'd read marvel zombies again although i own it so i don't know but i need to read it on that but <laughs> definitely check that stuff out let us know what you think and we will see you next week for what if episode six i almost said four um <laughs> one of those <laughs> yeah uh, i believe uh elise i believe you have a a quote for everyone this week oh okay yes um i'm not gonna say it though i'm gonna, <laughs> i'll say i'll say keep it sleazy trash bags <laughs> nailed it see you guys next week Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.